Oh, welcome y'all to Black of the Berry. Yo, yo, I got a question, Los. We're, we're, look at where we are. Is this a nostalgic feel? Is this we are de- back in cast. Is this deja vu? So you know, if we came back to cast, we had to do it. You know, we had to we had to bring something big back yeah. to the table, right? Of course. So, so you know what? Let's just let's just. <clears throat> I have to. There's a, there's a bit of a resume here to to read. Go ahead, brother. So um. <laughs> His EP becoming is out on all streaming platforms right now. Go get it. He made his New York debut in the original cast of Spamilton. Uh-huh. He's a Clive Barnes Award nominee. Thank you, man. He has also starred as Hudson in The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt on Netflix. That shit is lit all the way. He made his Broadway debut in Aladdin, currently playing at the New Amsterdam Theater, where he's a standby roles for Babcat. But hold on. He's got one more. What? The motherfucking genie, and his name is Jawan Extra Motherfucking Crowley. Please, <laughs> Los, cue the applause for us, please. No, but that's my my visual cue. So my visual, <laughs> my, 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 you know, so when I see it, I'm like, oh yeah, this is what the applause. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for coming on the show, man. Thanks for having me. Blackberry first. Um, how do you feel? What's going on? It's great. I have coffee, so it's, everything's good. Okay. He's moving and grooving, grooving and moving. Listen, we've been we've been kind of kicking it with Jawan early. So, listen, we're going to just, you know, kind of, you know, we're going to ask him the questions that not, I know a few of you have came here to hear. Mm-hmm. So, can you just take us back to the day that 22-year-old Jawan decided to audition for the role as the genie and then get the role? That was crazy. So, fun story. I auditioned for that show, the national tour of that show, a few times when I was in college. And the resident director and the resident uh, MD, music director, right. she's like, no, he's too young, his voice is too high, like, this is not going to work. And I was 21 at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, but, you know, great job, you know, just keep, you know, doing your thing. I was like, whatever, I'm in school, I'll get something else. And so a year had gone by, I had done Spambleton at mm-hmm. that point, um, and I got called in for a Mean Girls the Musical, which That's is the same director, choreographer. Okay. And um, Corey Nicholas, Casey I mean, Nicholas. I mean, Casey Nicholas. I, I know I did that too. I did that as well. Oh. He's, he's so chill. Okay, cool. Uh, Casey Nicholas. Oh, Casey. The like. Edit that, please, Lost. <laughs> the King of Broadway and uh, Tina Fey as well. Oh, oh um, shit. And so I went in for that show and I auditioned for Damien and I sang Rainbow High and it was not my best. I didn't think, but it was for the. Associate director, choreographer uh, Casey Hushin, mm-hmm. and Tina's husband, who wrote the music for the show, uh, Jeff Richmond, and they're like, "Oh, you have to sing that for Casey and Tina," and I'm like, "All right, <laughs> sure." Mm-hmm. So then they called me back because I was like, "That was awful." They're like, "No, no, it's fine. You sing this for them." They called me back. I sang the song for them, and they were kind of like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> so I sang Rainbow High up a half step because why not? And they were like, "Oh, life. yeah, exactly." Like. <laughs> I'm just gonna do what I do always. Um, so they were like, oh shit, this is crazy. So then they called me back again for like, you know, the team and the producers and stuff, yada yada yada. And uh, they taught me the dance for the number, but only part of the dance. So I went to the final callback for that show. Uh, and they were doing the dance and um, they had only taught me the first like six bars of this dance, but it was a full dance. Like, it was like everybody on Broadway who's ever danced on Broadway in this audition room with me not a Broadway dancer. <laughs> a, ba- a band, I mean, piano, guitar, bass, drums. I was like, what in the Broadway hell have I gotten myself into? 
It's a full work. A full, a full work. And these people have been doing this dance at this point for like at least a year. They have been doing these auditions. And um, Tina and Casey were talking to me in the corner, like, hey, we, we know that we like, really touch a part of the dance, but like, just be yourself and like, just have fun. I was like, all right, all right, sure. What does that even mean? Thank yeah, you. right? I know! Like, How do you have, what is your direction? Just, uh, you know. Just, just, just be you. I was like, okay, great. So we're doing the dance call, I'm doing it. I'm trying to hit the steps, I'm kind of doing it. Um, and then the dance continues, and I'm just standing there, and I just hear someone say, well, be yourself. And I was like, okay, well, myself would be in the middle of the room. So I stop while people are dancing. I walk to the middle of the room, and I'm like, "What would I do?" And so I just started twerking. <laughs> and I'm not mad at that. You know, you know what? <laughs> they said be yourself, and that's what I would do. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mad at that. And that so is fucking great. Everyone started cracking up, and then after that, I went to go sing. They're like, "I'm lazy here, you sing." Um, you would be fabulous in the show, but I think you'd be an even better addition to Aladdin. And so he created a new position for me as a genie standby um, in that show. And then that's also the same audition that booked me, Kimmy Schmidt. Mm. Talk about that. So, I mean, I had been told no from the resident director and the resident MD many times, like pretty much a year before, um, because I, they didn't have the license to make the type of changes that were necessary to cast me in the uh, show. Okay. Um, so getting the chance to be in front of the director and the choreographer, the type of person who has that authority, to say, oh no, this is an exception I would like to make for my show, was the thing that got me in the room. And Look at, Look at God. Truly, mm -hmm. I mean, there wasn't a position for me. They literally created a whole new position at the show. Uh, prior to me, there's only been one standby in the Broadway company. Uh, Deontay Warren was standing by when they hired me. He still is, my big brother. Um, Shout out Deontay, he's lit. I love Deontay. He's a beast. He's so yeah, incredible. He's a Deontay and Major both are just, I love them. Those are my big brothers. But um, the next thing I knew, I was 22 and standing by and sometimes playing the genie on Broadway. Jesus Christ, that has to be. Uh, that's, that's a whole lot of clout right there, boy. But then you're the genie and then you're Babcat too. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I cover two parts. So can we can we just, you know. Just real quick, talk about how physically like demanding and mentally demanding is it for you to have to be basically ready on two all cues the time? all yeah. the time? Um, I think that for me, it's a little more mental. Uh, uh -huh. The once I'm doing it, you know, we've done it so many times that our body's like, oh yeah, this is what this is what it is. But it's just like the mental preparation right, right, of sometimes not doing it. I mean, I had a point where I didn't do the show for two and a half months. And then they called me. They're like, "Hey, Tawana Genie tonight." I'm like, "Okay." And who was in the audience? Beyonce. Like, it's it's all a mental game. It's you just never know and just you always have to be ready. Yeah, it was crazy. Check right. <laughs> You're out here, out here. Yeah. You ain't never had a friend like Jawan. That was your first show on on uh, as the as the Aladdin. Was it was it that one where Beyonce was in? No, that happened. That happened like a year or so in. I okay. think my well, my I mean, first one was my Broadway debut was May twenty third, two thousand seventeen, which was like a year and a week after I graduated college. Nice. Look how God works. Truly. So. There is a question that I want to ask you that we talked about off air before the cameras got rolling. Yes. Yes. Before we get into that one question, I want to speak about the relationship between yourself, Deontay, and Major, who personally, I, Major, you're the fucking man. If you're watching, yeah, you're Major, you're dope. a fucking beast. I see Major. Major is dope. Yo. He's a savage. I was in the fourth row. I was looking at Major's soul when he was like, this <laughs> is... <laughs> I 
He was like conjuring something, and then he's so fucking smooth with it. Like, Eddie, oh, he's so funny. Yeah. He's so funny. It's incredible. Also, too, it also speaks to the um, the talent in which all three of you guys uh, possess to be able to be physically the role and still be able to go. You know what I mean? Because you guys yeah. are not small guys. You no. Know? <laughs> you know? Yes. You know, so. This is some athletic shit. Yeah, so on. I'm like, okay. Well, Disney did a study with uh, ESPN. Yeah, I saw that. And it's like technically supposed to be physically impossible to do it. Like, on all regards. Because you're running, because you I think, what was it? Like two and a half, three football fields. Like, it was like 888 steps in like six minutes. It's a, it's a seven minute dance of a song, or yeah, a song it's, right? it's insane. The whole number, including the scene, is like 12 minutes. Um, she so sings a song, and then if you count the ex exit scene, like maybe 13, 14. Whoa. And then you're like, have to be on it, and you cannot be tired. You cannot, like, the audience will hear the smallest thing. Major. Well, I think you can be tired. You just can't let anybody else well, know you're tired. No, at least major to me, when I saw him. You don't get tired. Son. You don't get I was, yeah, he was like, yo, I was like, yo, you ain't got to do this like this, brother. You just, mm, excuse me. But back on to the, um, how how is it that you... Deontay and Major have such a close relationship, and y'all are and more or less, yeah, y'all are competing, well, I mean, especially for us as football players who used to play in college. Yeah, I it was like death to all. There's no competition. Deontay and I like our roles as standbys, mm. which I think is really important. Um, and Major, that person you saw on stage, that heart, that love, that light, that's who he is in life. So he's also very secure in himself. So he's ah. not threatened by over shoulder yeah, no because listen this is how it is when one of us comes up especially black people on broadway and then like to be large black men on broadway one person coming up is all of us coming up right Respect. so there is no there really isn't competition it's just like yes bro you got this <clears throat> let's do this let's let's all because one of us doing better is better for all of us mm -hmm. um, and major is just like he's just like that big loving person who even if he was competitive he wouldn't be because he's just like do you man i'm glad that you're doing this better i yeah. work on this can you show me how to do that like that's the type of person he is but also he's the same person you can go to and say hey man like i'm struggling with this in this particular part how do you do it and he'll share everything with you and that's part of what's made our relationship so so easy because we that major is the head of that Absolutely. and it comes from him and of course it was just like a big family Awesome. That is peace, peace and love. You know, peace, 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 peace. Appreciate that. Yeah, we also like to see uh, brothers coming together. Oh, 100 percent, absolutely. On a coalition, bro. Because that is definitely, you know, us Black and the Bear. We definitely call ourselves the uh, safe space and safe haven for creatives of all kinds. But we definitely like to cater to, like, you know, our brothers and sisters who look like us to make sure we get the messages out yeah. there mm -hmm. for everybody, you know, who who may not understand, you know, that. Something like, you know, Broadway is a viable job for us, you know, if you do have the tools necessary that you could, you know, if you go to school and you do everything right, you could potentially, like, you know, do it for a living. You but don't even have to do everything right. You just have to get in the room and do you. You hear that? From the man to your ears. Y'all heard what he said. Now, okay. Disney part is over with. That's, 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 we, we, we appreciate that. But we are here to talk about Jawan. Absolutely. And Los... Can we just let's 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 go ahead and and, and, and bring this to back to how we do. So um, <laughs> what was it that? All right, here goes left field. What was it that Jawan had said when, when we were all just here kicking it? <laughs> sure, you want me to repeat this? You got to. Are you cool with us? Yeah. All right. So Disney section's over. So back to the. Give, give him five seconds to tune out if you're if yes. you're here for Disney. Yes. Yes. Okay, yes. Hold on. Okay. Do, 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 do. 
Alright, Alright, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you stayed, you wanted this. You wanted this. You wanted this. Yeah. So, um <laughs> while uh, uh okay. Um while while we were um you know in preparation to record, Juan was talking about how um you know he has a high sex drive. You know I'm a double Scorpio, so it's it's like Oh are, are, what do you mean double Scorpio? Because I'm a Scorpio, but what do you mean double Scorpio? My moon and my rising are both Scorpio. Well, my main and my sun are Scorpio. My moon is Sagittarius. Mm. I'll be honest with you. I have no idea. Yeah, break it down for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you break it down for me? Because I... I don't know if you knew, but he looked lost. Yeah, I was gone. <laughs> you were talking. I was just like, uh... Well, I'm, I'm just getting more into this myself. So there's... I've, the, the Like, your natal chart is like a hundred signs. But the three that you focus on are like... You're sending your sun and your moon, right? Okay. I think. Right. Um, two of mine are Scorpio. Mm. November twentieth, nineteen ninety four. So I'm like right on the cusp. Mm. I got you. I got you. Double double Scorpio. So yes. he's not just freaky. He really freaky. Really, he really <laughs> freaky, niggy, niggy. Freaky, freaky. <laughs> so Juan was talking about how he has a high sex drive. Yeah. I'm like, all right, brother, go ahead. You know, because we were talking about the the um, episode that we had with um, AK and Shells and right. how she was putting science to how y'all motherfuckers be out here get caught cheating. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You sticking your dick everywhere and you coming back home with the dirty dick and you changing the your bad girl's batch. pH level. Yeah, the bad batch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got the bad batch. Yeah. So, Jawan has said that... It's true. Everybody's not compatible with everybody. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. That's that's just facts. I mean, like, mm-hmm. my since we're going here, like I personally don't suck dick. Mm-hmm. It's not a thing that I like doing. Um, I'm much more of an ass guy. And I talked to my ENT about that. And she's like, well, you know... Just because I'm super sensitive, so like if I eat your ass and then my throat's tickling, I'm like, oh god, what did you give me? WebMD, WebMD, WebMD. Well, I was talking to my doctor, uh, my ENT, uh, Linda Dahl, who is the greatest. Um, also, I use Paul Kwok, who is also amazing. Shout out, both. Um, I was talking to her about the fact that, you know, sometimes when I partake in sexual activities, I'm, I'm a little sensitive in my throat, which is like a big thing for me because I'm a singer. Right. And she's like, well, no, you just have to understand that everybody's chemical balance is not right for everybody else's chemical balance. So if you're with someone whose body does not match yours, you can have a reaction that isn't necessarily an STI. Mm. Mm, that was Get your pH too. levels checked out, people. Just, and that's why I also uh, it spoke to, like, you know, what AK was talking about, because, you know, she's in the, uh, the poly relationship, how, right. you know, you got to give them the right diet sometimes, you got to change shit before you even start to partake in that. But when we were speaking about all that, yeah, 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 no, 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 by all means, brother, spill your beans. So then he goes, um... He goes, no, because no, because he said that, because he was talking about eating pussy. Right. He don't suck dick, but he eating some pussy. So now... No, no, not vagina. Oh. Oh. <laughs> only ass. Oh, only ass? Only so ass. Then, so, okay, well, you know what? Oh. There's still oral fixation, regardless. Regardless of it. <laughs> so when, it goes, when, it, when, when it's going down, there you go, I'll let you oh. go. So he basically said that he has so much sex that he's not he's surprised he hasn't had herpes yet. <laughs> I'm shocked. I don't even know how to even take that. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I'm just like I'm, I'm curious yet slightly intrigued. Yes, <laughs> how do you yeah, please go into further like elaborate for, for yes, the people out yeah, there? Yeah, but the people I mean, out I'm, there. I'm truly surprised. Listen, I what's first of all? What's a lot of sex? Because people got different different. Oh, do do you really want to know? I I'm a hypochondriac, so I have like a really strict black book. Oh, oh come on, let's like, go. With this black oh, and bird. Let's, uh, say like, let's, say like, let's break it down like maybe weekly or daily. 
Well, I have my for the I've moved to, I moved to New York in 2016, mm -hmm. and I oh Jesus I slept with 138 people. Since since 2016, 16, not 18. Sorry. So that's about that's about four years. As you said, 138. 38, and there's 12 months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's an exponent there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but so now, but so, but you don't play safe. Always safe. So then why are you surprised that you don't? Because the herpes. 138, by the way. You're not that much. That's yeah, two that's, that's very true. <laughs> well, oh, I hold mean, on. Look, her... the mic out. Y'all hear me? I hear yeah, you. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. No, but herpes is not just something. I mean, like obviously, when like you're having penetrative sex, you want to use condoms. That's mm -hmm. always informative. But like. If someone has general herpes and they blow me, I am at risk for getting general herpes. Like that that's how that works. So you have that that stiff arm. You're like uh uh uh. uh. No, do, do, I, do, do, I, not, I I just is there a screening process for you? I have a writer. I'm, oh, I'm about to say. He my gosh, I do have a writer. It's he looks very like a guy. Like a like yeah, a, yeah, yeah get into I, it because yeah, we got it because like 138 people went past this clearing though, so it must not be too rigid. No, it, <laughs> no, it's it's pretty rigid. It's just a lot of hoes in the city. <laughs> There's like a lot of people in New York. A lot of clean hoes. A lot of clean hoes, myself included. Look, okay, good for you. Um, <laughs> that's kind of like uh, you know contradicting, but you know one thing. We'll 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 no, it's not contradicting. Not at all. Clean hoes. Hoes are clean. Yeah. And actually, statistically speaking, uh, not to correlate hoes or whores with sex workers, right. but sex workers are and tend to be much healthier and cleaner and up to date with their sexual status than oh, random partners you look at that with. change the narrative some people out there didn't think that just knowledge yeah, yeah not exactly yeah, you have to because that's, they, that's what they do for a living so they're going to make sure oh, yeah, that they're right, right. you know Absolutely. what I mean they gave yeah. you up yeah, yeah, they yeah. would make money if they known as the you know what I'm saying now but back on to <laughs> or dirty man or dirty hoe. Yeah, 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 yeah. either way you're dirty batch <laughs> <laughs> you got the dirty dance now so talk about your writer let's get into that Okay, it's long. I need to see your test results. I need to have like the email in your hand, and it has mm. to have been within the last two months. Okay. Uh, if you are expecting to have sex without a condom, you must be on prep. Okay. Just because common sense. Too many people died and got hurt for us to be stupid like that. Mm -hmm. I'm also not gonna kiss you, or okay. blow you, or touch you on our first two. You have to earn that. Okay. Okay. Unless I love you. If I love you, then you can have all of me. But that's not this. I got you. You know? So you, so there's no random one-night stands? Just... No, they're all random, but I'm the only beneficiary. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm saying, like, you, do, they have to do the, they have to do the screening process if it's random, like, at the yes. bar? You're like, but before we do anything, fill this questionnaire out. <laughs> no, truly, like, I can be, like, talking to someone. We can feel the vibe. I keep my test results on my phone. So if we're going to do something, I need to see the last time we were tested. Because mm. people lie. Mm. That's a fact. Yeah, you're not gonna get me. Well then, okay. I'm not mad at you. I'm not. So but see, having like, said that, said that, I'm still shocked that I don't have herpes. <laughs> <laughs> Just because, like, on a scientific level, like most people you know have herpes. It's whoa, whoa, whoa! What? It's true. I thought it was one out of four. It, no, I think it's like down to one out of three, which is most people you know. Nah, fuck out of here. No, it, it I just got tested. There's a stigma about it. There shouldn't be a stigma about herpes. It's not like a thing. It's it stays with you forever. That's well, no, well, no, well, not because you well, you remember there's different there's different kinds of it too. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, isn't like isn't everybody born with like the the cold sore one? 
Like, I what? don't know if that's true. I mean, no, no, I'm not saying that I'm you not. can. It's everyone is expo- Everyone has been exposed to it at some point. Right. Because cold sores are, is a small dose. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like it's like some kind of strand of herpes. Like if yeah. you ever got a cold sore, then you probably got some form of herpes. But it doesn't mean that it's like maybe this. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's not the one. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's levels to herpes. It's not the one really that's this one. One's a vacation. One's a permanent resident. No, <laughs> yeah. no, no. The truth is that one. No, the truth is that once you have it in you, it's you have it. Period. A lot of people have herpes their entire life and are asymptomatic. A lot of people have it and have like one outbreak and then they're done for the rest of their life. But the truth of the matter is, is that whether you have it or not, it's actually not a big deal. That's what it comes down to. And it's something that I think is another stigma thing, similar to like sex workers and HIV people who are non-detectable or under medication, like non-detectable means that you're non-transmittable. But there's just social stigma around things because people don't like to talk about sex because we don't talk about it in school. Well, here's the question. Would you have sex with someone who is non-transmittable? Yes. Really? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I wouldn't... I don't want to say that I would be like out having a random hookup with someone who's non-transmittable and not use a condom. I would still use a condom. But if I fell in love with someone who was HIV positive but undetectable, then I that wouldn't stop me from having a full, functioning, healthy relationship with them. Peace, peace and love, peace yeah, and love. I feel you. Look at that. That was beautiful to hear. Yeah, that was some good I mean, shit. it's just, but it's also just like basic, like education that we don't get unless right. we're exposed to that. Right. Absolutely, no, you're right because yeah, I, I, true. I personally can't lie. I would be. I don't know if I would even think that wouldn't even be like the minute I heard that they had HIV. It would just be like, yeah, yeah. I just. <laughs> Just me personally, but that's also because I don't have that science and knowledge. Yeah, but that's just that's what I think is too. without the knowledge, we're not open enough to know about this. But let's what, let's not talk about that anymore. Let's talk about the actual stuff about oh, the one that we're doing. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> EPs, the, the work he's actually doing. My next single is called Still Don't Have Herbie, so I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually an ex uh, tutorial. So. <laughs> so, you co starred. Yeah. On season four on the, of the Unbreak on the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and you are Hudson. You played a 14-year-old. How was that? Because I sound 12. <laughs> and with this beard, I look like 30. I'm about to say. But it's like brother, a nice neck. <laughs> nah, but like, it's yeah. It's a nice neck. When I shave, I look Yeah, you did again. look. Yeah, you look like a kid. It was It was like, I was like, I was but watching Don. Big-ass kid. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I was bald, but nobody cared. I was like, thank you so much. <laughs> oh, that was a wig? No, I was literally bald. Oh, no, the wig at the end was a wig, yeah. But, like, on the, when I'm doing the wrestling match and yeah. all this stuff, all these scenes, I have no hair. <laughs> but I just sound so young that people just accept it. He's like, look at that bald 12-year-old. Look at him go. Also, I think that the genius that is Tina and Jeff, they have me playing against Titus. So, of course, me being bald is not an issue when the person I'm being directly compared to is Titus. How was it working with Titus? Amazing. So, like, what... What what kind of jewels and tips did you did you pick up from the man? I mean, my uh, the biggest thing I learned from Titus is uh, I was sitting down talking to him. I was so nervous because it's a person who I've been compared to my entire life, who like I've looked up to for all of my life. Wow. And um, he was asking me about Aladdin, yada yada yada. And there was a situation when I started Aladdin where like maybe they're going to change the keys for me because the original keys are low. And me and my team decided that that was not the correct thing to do as a 22-year-old walking to an established company, make everybody sing up a fifth when I'm on every other week. Like, that's not cognizant of the environment. So not to do that. And Titus said, well, I just want to let you know, though, that when they hire you, they've hired you. Mm -hmm. So what they need to do to make sure that you can do your best performance, Mm -hmm. let them do. Right. I got you. If they didn't think that the company was capable of making those alterations, they wouldn't have 
they wouldn't have offered them. Right, right, right. And they know what they got. You know, they heard you sing before, so they already exactly. they're, they're, they know what they're getting. Exactly. He was like, listen, man, I'm just telling you, like, going forward, you have to take care of yourself because in this industry, we are the people who have to take care of us. People will use and use and use, which is their job. Like, everyone wants to make money off of everyone. Mm -hmm. uh, but you have to be able to say, well, no, you hired me. Absolutely. And so this is what... I'm going to do. This is what I'm not going to do. Not in a disrespectful or arrogant way, but just as a respect for you as an artist. We like we would never go to a, di a director and be like, "Hey, we need to change the blocking of the scene." Yada yada yada. No, because the director is there to direct. Right. If I'm here to act and you've hired me, then you know what I'm going to do and what I'm capable of, and I also have my limits. Mm. Ah, I got you. And that was the biggest thing I took away from working with him. Can you um? Can you speak about the the balance of of being uh, multifaceted and all these different avenues and and not being run down because you, you well, have I mean, so it's not that there's no I'm run down. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, you do a good job of hiding. Yeah, it. absolutely. Not it's, just, it's just the coffee. <laughs> okay. You're cold dependent. I see it now. Coffee in the that night. is one of the first things you said. Nights, vacations, often. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um. But I think the truth is that I'm so fortunate and so blessed and so grateful to be doing all things that I love. Right. So it doesn't seem so like work. So it you. doesn't. Yeah. No. Like it's. I can be tired, mm -hmm. but it it it's not tiring. Mm -hmm. Right. It 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 puts into me. It pours into me. It fills me to give that much of myself. Mm -hmm. It's so it's. I don't. I don't have balance. This thing my friends will tell you is like, no, Juwan disappears for seven months. But I'm working on things, and right. that brings me a type of satisfa a satisfaction that keep. It's okay to stay up at four o'clock writing music and knowing I have to be up at seven to get ready for the one o'clock matinee that I may or may not have to do mm -hmm. to come do the podcast and then go talk to my otirier for my fashion line, then go meet someone about the pilots I'm writing, then go back to the studio. That all, it, it, but it it all pours sounds, into me like every day. Sounds, sounds like fun though. Every, it's yeah, so that, that, much that fun. sounds lit. I wish my schedule was like. like <laughs> yeah, it, it makes it feel like lit. Like I'm an actual business person. Like she's like, I gotta be here. Gotta be here. Gotta be here. I'm out. I was supposed to leave two hours ago. Sorry. <laughs> you know? Call me. <laughs> you know so. That, I mean, that speaks to, you know, your dedication and, and like you said, the, the love that you have for what you do. Well, I don't want to take advantage, I mean, I don't want to take for granted the opportunities I've been given. Mm -hmm. A lot of my classmates are working, are working actors, and a reality sometimes being a working actor, working artist, is um, that you're often in between, in between your next opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, and so you still need to like make money, but because I have been blessed to just go from job to job to job to job, it, it feels like a responsibility to use that time and, and those resources wisely mm -hmm. to Absolutely. honor all the other artists who want to be doing that and can't. Absolutely. 100%. I have a, so then speaking to that point, because you obviously are on Broadway responsible to be there for eight days. Excuse me, eight, eight shows, shows. Yeah, yeah. eight shows out of a seven-day week. Y'all think about that. You only have one off day. Yeah, one off day. Which is never off because that's my studio day. Mm. So that, and then also too, you, you like you said, we said earlier, you released Becoming, which my favorite song on that is actually that Thank shit you. is that shit, that shit is life. Um, then on top of that, you obviously are still looking to do other shows in acting. Obviously, i.e. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. So I know you're still you're still auditioning. Yeah. And then you also produced an off company, excuse me, an off Broadway show. Yeah. Thick Blood, Thick Water by Morgan Dean. They're wonderful. How? Like, like that's I know, like, saying, man. that's, 
Energized Bunny. What kind of coffee is that, by the way? What, what do you? What this do you, is what a cold brew with two shots of espresso. Okay, but what okay. is your? Uh, uh, that's the formula. Okay. And when I say how, what is your creative process for all that? And how do you? So how are you able to? The, how are you able to go from producer, right, the producer hat, to yeah. then go into the actor hat, to then go into musician the musician hat. hat? Like how does that? Like can you just speak to? And then go into auditioning. Yeah. <laughs> then and then that means becoming and trying to create a whole other character, another entity. Can you talk about how you how you manage your time? Uh, with that, there is well, you you sleep as much as possible, but also have to be aware that it's as little as possible as well. It's like mm. this is the most I can get, but this is also the the like least I need to function. Mm. Uh, so we do that, <laughs> and then generally, like it's you like know, what I'm is your not, average? I need for my voice. I need to sleep at least at least seven. Good. Good, good for you. Good Just for you. so I can, you know, if you're not full, you can't pour out anything. Absolutely. I don't want to be pouring out of myself at 50%. 100%. That's not going to be precise. Well, exactly. I want to be pouring out of myself at 100%. <laughs> um, so rest, I do drink a lot of water, contrary to what you see now. I do right. drink a lot of water. Um, I also spend a lot of time by myself, mm. just working on the things. It's a lot of uh, isolation, not purposeful isolation, but like you just, there's only 24 hours in a day. And at any given point in time, I respond. I'm responsible for at least five things. Yeah. Um, I think that gives you time to lock in, though, because you're by absolutely. yourself. No distractions. You can work on, you know, whatever you need to work on, and you give each, uh, op, uh, uh, each project its own allocated time. Yes. I also only do one thing at a time. Okay. Mm. So like, because that could be confusing. Yeah, it is. It's it's so much. I mean, there be points in times where like. I'm writing a song and then the design will come to my head. I'll be like, oh, I need to sketch out this dress that I'm going to send so-and-so. And then be like, oh, wait, no, 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 you can't. And then I'll come back to the music and I've lost like the next thing that I was about to do mm. in the ah. music. So I've learned to really be like hyper-focused on the one thing I'm doing. When I'm doing the show, I'm doing the show. Mm. Not doing any other stuff in between. When I'm in between times on stage, I'm thinking about what I have to do when I'm doing the show. But when I'm not there, I let I really let it go. Absolutely, as you should. And focus on the next thing. When I'm in the studio, I'm in the studio with my producer, phone's off unless we're recording something, and that's all I'm thinking about. Um, I think that that type of hyper, hyper focus has been really, really helpful in being able to do so many, so many different things. Absolutely. So that's for you too, I, 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 want, I want to ask, and I kind of want to, um, steer back into Broadway in general. Yeah. Because I know you're still auditioning for roles. So what is the difference between auditioning for something on Broadway, live theater, versus auditioning for something that's going to be just on television, like, you know, just a TV show like or pilot? Well, I mean, for me, it's a different, mainly a different acting approach. Mm. Because, you know, Broadway theaters, not just Broadway, but regional touring, we're playing these huge houses. Mm -hmm. That Broadway theaters are the smallest theaters because uh, everyone comes to them. Like, it's just, we're not going anywhere. It's like where we are. Right. Touring companies play these huge houses because it's they're there for less time. Right. Mm -hmm. More people want to see the show. And so it's designed, that type of acting is designed to reach the back row mm. of the, the balcony oh, or the residence. Big. Big, 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 over the top, yeah. still grounded in truth, but certainly heightened. Um, whereas with TV and film, it's a, it's a little more chill, like you can just be, right. in a way, yeah. because you don't have to play to the All back the row because yeah. the, your scene partner 
it's really the camera and it's right here. Right, right, right. So it's really not that hard for you to just kind of transition between the two of them. Well, I went to school. That's why, you know, in, in school they Absolutely. teach you the, those differences. And for me, like, I am a little bit of a dramatic person in life. Not a little bit. I'm very extra, as the song says. <laughs> but, so for me, it wasn't so much to learning how to turn it on for theater as much as it was learning how to turn it down mm. for TV and film, mm. but it's not losing my authenticity. Yeah. Because you can't lose that in TV and film because it's just right here. Like, people, they'll tell. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's someone, oh, that's so fake. Yeah. We've all seen it. Yeah, I absolutely. won't say where. But, like, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. You can shout it out. We hit no, no, the old no, no, shit. No, 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 no. He's like, no smoke, please. <laughs> no, no, no. My publicist would kill me. She'd be like, why are you talking shit about people? <laughs> what do they do to you? <laughs> no shade. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't, I, so, have you read the articles? We're still on Broadway. Have you read the article by Betsy, um, Strucknitz, I believe her name is. She wrote an article about dancers um, as well as ensemble members um, in Broadway plays and how their position in the company is changing. So now their pay needs to reflect that more because they are on stage. I mean, I think the truth is that, and I love my fellow principal actors out there, our job is, is a different type of taxing. It's mm -hmm. mentally taxing. There's a lot of like stress from corporate parts, you know, for us to like, because we are, unfortunately, it's kind of like skewed that the principals get all the glory in the show. Mm -hmm. The reality is, though, that at least on a physical level, the ensemble has always been doing so much more work <laughs> than anyone else. Yeah, absolutely. They're dancing, they're singing, they're still acting. And I mean, I can speak for part of the amazing, uh, uh, specifically about Friend Like Me, and again, the genius that is Casey Nicola. Of course, the genius is doing a lot, but the ensemble is doing so much that it, it's and it's kind of channeled through the genie. So it elevates us like this. But the people who are doing like, also lifting their weight. I mean, really, it's the ensemble, and it becomes a whole picture thing. Absolutely. And because you have one person who's standing out, costume wise, body wise, vocally wise, mm -hmm. that's where your attention goes. Mm -hmm. But you're feeling the cumulative energy of everyone on stage. And that's always been the job of the ensemble. And those big Broadway musicals, mm -hmm. it's hard to function without the ensemble because it just takes so much to produce that type of energy. Mm -hmm. And principals, we can't do the, the storytelling we need to do and also always produce that level of energy. Absolutely, mm -hmm. yeah. You have to be able to keep up the Yeah, we have to be able to, to really drop in in a way that makes the person in the back row feel that we're dropped in. But the ensemble, they can maintain that that one hundred and ten percent thing. Absolutely. Throughout their, it's incredible. I mean, people do it for their entire careers, and I do think they should be paid more. And I, I think that they really should be recognized. I don't know why there's not a Tony for them. There was a conversation about that. I feel like that should be happening because a lot of these shows would not be functioning without mm -hmm. these people who put their bodies <coughs> through so much. She was speaking about, so, cause, so she was from Hamilton, and she was speaking about that because she was, I guess, she was just breaking down about how she had to make certain decisions when it came to taking care of her body. Of course. Because not only does she, you know, she's got to have physical therapy, then yeah. she still has rehearsals, though. Yeah. Then she still has the show. Then she has, has, like, to decide, like, what to eat and when to eat. Like, does she go healthy at a later time? 
or does she just go eat now and then sacrifice the health and just to get kind of like the fast energy but feel shitty later? It was a fascinating read to me. I mean, I think that that part of it all is a certainly a thing that everyone thinks about on Broadway. Mm. Just the schedule of eight shows a week. Yeah, how? It's, it's, it is insane. It's like, uh, not to, I mean, I'm glad that I am on Broadway, but I think sometimes I think it's a little immoral and, mm. and unethical. Um, my voice teacher in college always told me that Whatever show you're doing will close before you die. You have to make sure that you're putting on a great performance, of course, but performance that is sustainable and is healthy that you can walk away from that show mm -hmm. and still do another show. That that whole um, you know um, vocal longevity. Yeah, and, and, and the phys physical and physical as well, and well. also mental. Like it's such a game, and it's it's really a balancing act. Um, figuring out how much of yourself you can give consistently and still pushing and growing, but your job is to be able to do the show and to do the next show and to do the next show. Yeah, so figuring it. out how much you can give that will still allow you to come to work. And then penultimately, when that show closes, you can still walk away better, not... Not worse. Not worse. Yeah, and then especially when it comes to the holiday season, because then yeah. your schedule will, will change. Like, what are you doing? Like, 10, 11 shows in a week? I know that a lot oh of shows God. have, like, 9 or 10 <clears throat> shows during the holiday season. That's insane. How do you... And then... And now... And then there was also just a dispute, I guess, um, with the with the, the Actors Union and some of the Broadway companies in regards to... Uh, Affording, um, print, like you know, uh, the original Broadway companies right. royalties when they're making these up and coming yes, shows. Yes, absolutely. They, they listen. <laughs> Talk about it. It's, it's not every every show is not going to be a hit Broadway show. Mm -hmm. There are some shows that open, and I mean, like, I'm not going to say the show, but there's a show that opened and closed the night, like the night it opened, was the last show. Damn. Like that. I, that I would feel shitty if I was that crew. <laughs> No, but the, it's it's gotta be. But that's that's a culmination of things, though. Yeah, that, they, yeah that, marketing and all. That, yeah, like, yeah, that can't just be them. Yeah, no. Sometimes it's just like Damn. there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee in this. But when something does take off, like a Hamilton did, mm -hmm. like a Wicked does, like an Elida, like a Phantom, mm -hmm. the people who are in that room, the creative team, and any creative team will tell you that, you know, they're pulling from what these actors are coming up with. That's there is it. never a show. Where they're like, this is exactly what it is, and then they do that, and then that takes off, and it's per. No, everyone is help. It's a cre especially that original cast. It's a cumulative effort to get something to where it needs to be, to become that thing that is making three million dollars a week. Mm, okay. And also, like, we also have to keep in mind that the percent of royalties is not like. It's not high. People are asking for one percent of one percent. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. I saw. So those it shouldn't too. be. It shouldn't even be an issue. Like you would, you know, when you're making three, four million dollars a week, which is like not normal. That doesn't always happen on Broadway. Like this is currently happening with Hamilton. All the other hit shows are making like one, two, but it should not be an issue for you to give a percent of a percent to the people who help create that. Absolutely. And then y'all just got, and then y'all just were fighting for raises too at the same time because y'all contracts haven't changed since what was it, two thousand and. Well, I, I don't I don't know about all of that. There's a whole CBA very, bargaining going on. Fortunate, in there. Yeah, I actually I, I followed work for Disney, so they pay us above. 
See, I was following Deontay because he is a, um, I guess he was a union member or like a representative yeah, yeah, or something. Oh, I don't know, but I know Deontay is much more, much more involved, for better or worse. You know what I was saying? <laughs> How I only have time for like certain things. These things are things that escape me. I got you because you work for the mouse, so it's different. Yeah, yeah. but no, but Deontay's just in general a little more cognizant of things around him. I'm like uh, very much about my art, my art, my art, my art, my art, my art, my art. I got art. you. Deontay has a little more of a universal I got, perspective, yes. and he can do his art and still be like aware of stuff that's going on in the world. Did, did, did you hear what they did about that? Yeah, you know, like that's because you know because I was because I, I I follow all of them because I think they're all they're all hilarious and great people. Thank you. Um and. I was seeing it on Deontay's thing because he was like, because he was like out there, and I was like, "Oh, you working for the mouse and talking that shit?" I was like, "Oh, I fuck with him. I fuck with son." Like, <laughs> what I will say is that Disney, they truly, truly, truly appreciate. We're back on Disney. Sorry about that. Oh god, yeah, yeah. Sorry they, about that. We'll, they, we'll, we'll leave it a second. They truly, truly appreciate having multiple opinions and voices in their work environment. Awesome. Um, there's a point in time where like I was led to believe that like my EP was not acceptable for me to do because I got curse on it. I'm talking about, you know, like eating ass on my EP and I work for Disney. And they always say, you know, listen, you're an artist. You have every right to do the art that you want to do. Just don't try to pretend like it's us doing it. Right. You know what I mean? You gotta respect it. You have to respect it. And you have to respect the brand and what they represent because mm -hmm. they have worked really hard to get oh, that. Okay. And and they work very hard to keep it. So all respect to that. Having said that, they are totally fine with us having open, honest conversation on our personal platforms, on our social media, on in situations like this, because they understand that we're people. Shout out Disney. Yeah, shout out shout out to the mouse. Yeah. This is why I pay that six ninety nine a month. You know what I'm saying? Maybe <laughs> yeah, it's six ninety nine. Oh, okay, I, I don't know. I just, That's I, not bad. I, I got yeah, it. I, I got was, it. But I don't know how much. I was I was thinking about transitioning to the twelve ninety nine when you get the ESPN and then like the the, the Hulu too. It gets it can get wild. Oh. The mouse is wild. They but, own everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's either gonna be them or Amazon who buys WWE. Yeah. So we'll see that in a second. Yeah. But speaking of your EP, talk to us about the yeah. process. Of how so first? So I saw your concert on YouTube uh, that you that that you performed. First of all. Once I already said the extra is my favorite song on that. But your your breakdown of that. Right? <laughs> yeah, right? Yo, yo, those bell bottoms. Jazz, we got yo, you. <laughs> he was out there moving and grooving, grooving and moving, y'all. I was watching and I was like, I was like, you know what? I said, this is what happens when you perform eight times a week. He's fine. Look at him, he's just moving. He doesn't even look he didn't yeah. even seem phased. No, <laughs> no, I mean I'm not gonna lie, like my prep for genius stuff has made my personal music seem so easy. <laughs> Dude, Constance Stiletto's like, you're not tired? I'm like, oh, please. This is tired. 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 Flawless. Flawless, bitches. No, never flawless. Never flawless. No. No, gosh, no. Oh, God, no. Why not? If there's ever a performance where you think you're flawless, it's time to sit down. Mm. Ah, you've got, respect you've gotten too into yourself. Mm. That's respect. That's yeah. respect. You have to really always take perspective, and I think there's always something that can be fixed. You can be satisfied and happy with something, mm -hmm. which I'm not good at. But that that is a thing that is possible. Um, I think to do a great performance, but there's always something that you can do better. Always. Well, and then that's what I say to this guy. He's like, "Oh, we did good. We did. This is a good show." I'm like, eh, "Oh no, I, I never. You always could be something else." I'm oh, like, "Don't like that." I'm like the nitpicker. Like, yeah. No, no, no. I like my voice. Don't get me wrong, I still I still nitpick at things too, but I also understand that you have to acknowledge when you win so that you can take a step that's, that's forward. That's true. Like I was like like 
like this is a moment for us. I told him, I said, let's sit here and have it and understand it and bask in it. We have a Broadway star on here who's also been on a Netflix show, and then he's going to be, and also has an EP and also produce an off Broadway show. Why wouldn't we bask and enjoy that? Why wouldn't this man has decided to, yeah. to to share his time? Absolutely, with Black of the Berry. We we truly really appreciate it. No, I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys having me. I do have another. Well, I had a question. Oh, go go ahead. Cause like you you been asking question. Can I ask a question now? No. All right. Cool. No. <laughs> so, so so um. We talked about uh, your EP, so I just wanted to know what was next in terms of uh, music and, and what what were you thinking about doing next? Any? Well, I'm t- releasing a music video at the end of the month for one of the songs from my EP, very nice. uh, Revival, which is like very exciting. I'm happy about that. Okay. Is that the one you were in Chicago for? Yeah. Lit. With Alex the Guzman, who I love. He was my director. I also have such a crush on him. He's so hot. He could become 139. <laughs> Well, he has a girlfriend. I don't know if they're down for that. But when he's 40? The, the invite is open. Open invitation. <laughs> so you're willing to we're become ready. a unicorn for this couple? I'm not saying I haven't been before. What? We're here now. Fuck <laughs> it. Hold on. Let's, after, after, let's, 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 let's speak about your music video. The music video is coming yes. out. It's really great. <laughs> I think that it will explain what the song is actually about. A lot of people think revival is a breakup song. And like it kind of is, but it also isn't. And it'll be clear in the music video. Working on a new single, a new few singles that'll come out spring, summer. Amazing stuff. Great producers, fun songs. And now what hopefully we, one of my number ones we'll see. I'm trying to get there. What? Well, your well, your streams are definitely moving and grooving. Thanks, they're, I they're after. That. Like I said, like it's in my playlist. See that that I can my streams are for like an indie artist. Yeah, you lit. I'm I'm like oh okay I did that yeah I, that, yeah that one I did not flawless but I I did do that I'm very grateful that people uh, don't know me and are listening to my music well they're getting to know you still I, appreciate well, that you. too and they want to know about the unicorn too i think that there are i think that as we are you know there's always swinging in uh social climates um mm-hmm. i think that where we are with like this free love open love love wherever you want regardless of what relationship you're in it's not new I think that we've known about this. Like, this was a common practice nah, um, amongst the ancient... Yeah, ancient Greeks used to sleep, yeah, whatever. That's, that's, <laughs> it's, it's not anything new, but, you know, society progresses and we think we can have new stuff and we don't and we just find ourselves back in the same situation again, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I have, like... You have enjoyed that. Well, numbers 115 and numbers 123 were both married. Mm. I love the fact that you called the numbers out. He said like, one fifteen, one two three. And, and but and, now and did you now them too? And now did you? And now <laughs> like they, they were married, but did you? Both married to women. No, but did you like join them in the women too, or just with you and them? I mean, sometimes I let the women watch, but normally it was just me and the and the men. And you know, we had I had a coffee with their wives, and like, cause I'm not, I'm too good to be anyone's secondary anything. Absolutely, that's not. My talk that shit. Do you know what I mean? And that works for some people. That's I'm not some people. Mm. Talk um, that. Talk that shit. Let Juwan, them know. Yeah. So, Juwan, mother. Excuse me, Jawan. Extra motherfucking crawler. <laughs> Go ahead now. Um, and to honor myself and honor whatever their arrangements are, I like to have open, honest conversation with people because there are a lot of like guys who just want to hit you up on Grinder, who are cheating on whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. and I'm not down for that. So you gotta be authentic and you gotta step to your shit you and you do. gotta show them results. Yes, on printed or yeah. at least Pr- in the email. 
And the pH level can't be off either. Not at all. You have to, you have, to have those test results as well on, on hand. But this yeah, so you talk to their wife and they're like, yeah, this is something that I'm fine with. Like, he's allowed to go have his phone, I'm allowed to go have my fun. And, and you just move and grew. Yeah. Yeah, shit, fire and save match. Now, I know we have to be conscious of time, unfortunately. Well, I don't I'm, want, are you good? I or? am not. I'm not on. So, we have a few more minutes. Okay. Now, let's get to Well, it. I'm not on yet. Ah, so you still kill, so you, you can easily. Well, at this point, though, because they. The who's on has already been out. If they were to text me any later and say that I was on, I could arrive at my regular time. Ah, okay, that is the hope. So, how long does it actually, you know, we we have left the Disney park because we are now into a whole nother field. Okay. <laughs> the Disney people stopped listening 20 minutes ago when we gave them that five seconds. They were like, Five second glory to leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look right, thanks. Click. <laughs> so, do you, so, are you in a relationship currently? No, 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 I don't have time. I would love to be in one. But you just don't have the time right now yeah, to focus I, on it. Yeah, it's, it's work. Now, when you get there to that point, do you see yourself for it being monogamous or do you think it's going to be open? a sort of, yeah, open relationship? Well, I think it depends on what I'm doing. If I'm, like, still in the city, living in Brooklyn, like, yeah. going to work every day, then no, there's no need for it to be open. But if I'm, like, the dream is to be, you know, touring Europe, doing my music, mm -hmm. if I can't bring my, my boyfriend, then that's a conversation that I think we should have because it's sex is an important part of my life and you it will it. probably be an important part of like the person who i'm with that'll also probably be a very important thing to do because y'all have the same energy so yeah. obviously y'all be together so now or you can go with me on tour so now what's the longest you've gone without having sex then oh i was waiting till i was married until so you... until i moved to the city I was waiting till I was married. So New York City corrupt you. I mean, got me have tattoos, the earrings. You just the hoe. <laughs> like, <laughs> you just you love Connecticut and it just got turned up. Literally, Chad. He's, like, he's like, what is this place? It's true. I was like, I'm tired of waiting. I can't do this anymore. And I kept in Connecticut, like in college, like I, I was hooking up with my classmates, but like not doing anything like super crazy. Right. And then all of a sudden, I came to New York, and it was like just this onslaught of men who are like hi hey hey hi hi hey and, and i was like i can't keep saying no how many times and, 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 uh, 138 <laughs> i don't know what to do 138 <laughs> four years later uh, literally and no herpes yeah. no herpes but i'm gonna get it before i die like let's just talk about facts like and I'll be fine. It'll be great. It'll be great. I almost feel like you. I almost think that you want it at this point. Yeah, you kind of like. I feel like you kind of want to be. All right, got out. Like it's perfect. Like, all right, now we're good. It's inevitable. Like, <laughs> like all right, we got this. Safe from there. It's just the hypochondriac in me needs to address science as science. Right. In order to keep me from not living a life. Mm. So, so how many? So how many? So what? Do you get tested? What? Like every? What? You said two months. I get tested every three months. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. That's how you. So kids. He's having fun, but he's making sure he's wrapping, he's wrapping his willy and getting tested. So how, I guess I, my whole thing is I'm fascinated by this whole poly stuff because I don't have the bandwidth nor the temperament, the capabilities. I don't, think, I don't think that's true. I think that you just have, might not have yet been exposed to someone who has shown you that you have the ability to do that. I don't even want to touch them. I just feel it's, as if those it's are just... It's very open. 
Very open. What's it's over? Hard. Like the the whole idea. My shit, no, 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 no. no. Oh, hey. <laughs> hello. <laughs> no. This is not. This is truly not a read. It's just an observation. Yeah. And I've had this conversation with a lot of my friends. Um, it's I even in the city, like dating someone, I could not be open with someone here because I have my own insecurities about me in relationships mm. I don't you know the insecurity we all have them and yeah, it, yeah, it always shows somewhere for me it shows uh, like after I perform I'm still like looking for that thing that wasn't right so I can get better but also I know relationships I'm like a little possessive and jealousy and I'm just a really intense person so that translates into relationships as well so I know that if I'm with someone in a confined space like New York confined mm -hmm. space I wouldn't want to be open because I know me right and I know that I would feel some type of way mm -hmm. about seeing my person, well, with. it's not really my person, a person who I'm sharing my time with, right. with someone else. Um, especially if, like, that person was getting all the attention and I was getting none. Yeah. Then you're going to have to... Because know, I also know that I'm the same person who's like, well, babe, it's okay that they're with me. It has nothing to do with you. And I'd be fine with it being me, but not fine with it being them. So that means that it's something that I have to work on inside mm. that I don't need to do here. This, this makes me ask a question. Have you ever went eliminating that? I feel as if Wait, that. What is eliminating? That's when Titus went out and Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, no, I don't have time. No, 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 no. <laughs> just like, I could just, I don't know why. I just had like a sense of like. Uh, elaborate for the people. What so, you? yeah, so eliminating was when Titus and Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt was singing Lemonade by Beyonce. Uh -huh. And he went to breaking his. Breaking everything. Breaking everything on the way to his boyfriend's um, car. Because Titus thought that he was cheating on him. Mm. But he wasn't. If someone ever cheated on me... That's what I'm asking you. Would you be eliminating? Well, I, I would write no, I mean, the greatest... Jeff, 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 oh, yeah. so you, like, first, first, I would write the song that would get me my Grammys, you know? <laughs> and then I would be very upset. <laughs> Jasmine Sullivan. That's what, I, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> you know? The amount of... of see. The amount of joy and glee that popped on your face, and it was kind of like the minute that happens, I'm just cashing in on all of that. Like you just look, you can't wait. I mean, shit. Like, well, I mean, that that just I fell in love with somebody for the first time. Well, not the first time, but like the only the second time in my life being in love recently, and it's not a realistic thing because that person is not here, um, mm -hmm. and I was very excited to feel those feelings, and I was very sad when that wasn't working like I was heartbroken but I, as an artist I was also very low-key like happy that I was yes. heartbroken because it so was something concept. that I hadn't experienced yet absolutely and it opened up a new a new part of me and how wonderful as an artist to get to explore that and to kind of like live in the the pain and the sadness and the like loneliness and I don't I love people but like I, I generally don't care about people that's not that came out that came across wrong it's like no it that was it's that came across wrong. I do care about people. No, I know what you mean. But I put my work first. Mm -hmm. And this was the first situation in a very long time, besides like family, that took precedent over my work. Respect. But, but you know, to piggyback on that, not for nothing, Mary J. Blige's been capitalizing off that pain for 30 something years. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Mary's whole career <laughs> yeah. has been just making Somebody sure. She, so bad. She got, she got to a divorce, everybody's like, all right. <laughs> Where no that, Mary? Where yeah. that? When she sang No More Drama Live and caught the Holy Ghost, I'm like, wow, we have to find this man. I'm not gonna cry no more. How do you listen? How you? How do you have a song saying I'm not gonna cry no more while you're crying? crying? Yeah. But that's that lets you, let you know what it is. <laughs> but to feel, to feel that deeply, yeah. Oh, it just.
You can only, it, I get what you're saying, because... It sucks as a person, but you love it as a creative. Yes! <laughs> because when you, and then it's... And, when you feel what Mary's putting out, then you start to really think about what she had for oh. her to even get to that to kind that, of that, place. That, oh that, my that, God, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah and, then, and, then, and then it's just like, damn. Like, then we understand why there's limited that happens. She loves hard. <laughs> she loves hard. Oh, no, Mary, <laughs> Mary loves hard. My baby Jill Scott loves hard. Jill. Oh, Jill is the queen of everything. Jill, she liked about, one of my tweets once, and I almost fainted. <laughs> I told her, I said, I need Jill Scott and Kendrick Lamar to do she, a Christmas right album with Chance as a producer. Right there. And <laughs> I would be mind blown. I think my life would be complete. I'm like, it has come to fruition. I'm not even a Christian, but okay, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Hello, hello. You would be insane. I mean, the level of intellectual integrity between the three of them and also just artistic oh, yeah, authenticity mm-hmm. and just straight up skills yeah. would be like insane. Just let me do one track, Joe. I just didn't do one track with y'all, but y'all do that. Joe Scott, like, listen, Joe. One day you, listen, we will, our professional paths will cross. I can't wait for it, baby. Don't listen to Joe because you'll get you in trouble, though. Okay. Now, I already... She was responsible for, like, 70 oh, of my one, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. Because, like, you know, you have a playlist. I know what you're saying. So 70 of them can be... See, look, that's what Jill does. She, she brings does. people together. Cross my mind. Oh, my God. I, so 70 I, out of 138. Damn near half. Jill Scott brings it. It's because I, I was listening to Jill Scott and got in my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> So God damn how? Jill. So here's a question: Are you more? Are you, you sound like you're the aggressive one? Yeah, yeah. In your in your ventures. Well, I'm just aggressive in life. Yeah. So that translates into into okay. your so because because you basically just said how in your situations you are the one that's that, that's getting pleased and it's not going. He's, he's the pitcher. He's everything. <laughs> he's everything. He's the big dog. Well, he, I'm, he's, I'm like, ready, he's like I'm he's like I'm a pitch, but I'm not even going to pitch. I'm going to hold the ball, and you're going to play it still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you're not going to figure out what you want to do. Actually, no, I'm going to tell you what you're going to do, and you better do it right. Be yeah, I'm working on being better, but it's hard, and there's so many people who are cool with that. Do you know what you're I mean? You're kind of fucking selfish. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wanted to call you out. You don't give a fuck. No, I am. I am. My friends, my friends have told me. My, told me. My truest friends are always like, Juwan, you got to give more. I'm like, I give so much to so many people all the time. You like, give. Like, in my life that I'm I I'm giving them the opportunity to do this to me. Yeah, yeah that's really right. <laughs> give. I gave them enough. <laughs> oh, shit. We didn't give them shit. Nope, nope, nope. I'm here with you, Juwan. I'm here with you. I'm trying to be better. But, like, the guy who I just was my most recent, like, really intense experience, none of that applied because I, I, I wanted to give to him because right. he gave a, a different thing to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on like whether you're like a random hookup, right? A friend. I sleep with a lot of my friends. I'll give more to my friends, obviously, because they're my friends. Mm-hmm. Or like someone like I love. I'm gonna treat someone I love way different. It's levels to the shit. Yeah. Look at that shit. I'm caught on the fact that he's. I'm still caught on there's 138, motherfucker. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's some tough. Lifetime goals these Should guys don't even got. I think the episode has to be titled. 38. Jawan Crawley. One. No, <laughs> dog, 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 dog. Stop the episode right now. Stop the episode right now. 138. In four years, though. We got to really break down the math on that because that shit is really insane. Like, I remember I was in college and I would, like, when, when I would. Here, girls' body counts. I've been all right. So twenty, it's, twenty-two. So he's actually he's not that bad. It's not a lot when you think about it. It's it's thirty. Oh, it's only thirty-four people a year. Nigga, that's a lot. That <laughs> is. It's not a lot. But, I feel like it's not a lot. There's fifty-two weeks in a year. And you damn near got one every one. You go for holidays, right? Like 
you, well, you had to do some other shit. He like, you fe- had to- federal holidays, <laughs> spring break, and Juneteenth. <laughs> he took those days off. And, like, I'm history month. Sure. History month, the whole month. He no. just like, I'm chilling, I'm chilling. I mean, it's short and, like... I work a lot, so I need to relax. Yeah, and when you do, you just do it. I ain't mad. Yeah, but also like, you know, it's I'm a 25 year old gay guy in New York. Like it's. It's like yeah, but it's like yeah. It's like I also think that a lot of this is a result of me growing up so Christian and being like so repressed Mm -hmm. for so long. Yeah. And then there's like, what? I'm free? I'm free? <laughs> Watch me fuck everybody! You know what I mean? <laughs> Do whatever you get the dick. You get the dick. You get the dick. Everybody gets the dick. <laughs> but I'm not touching shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the bougie of me. It's like, but I am the gift. <laughs> you know what I mean? You see how serious it got? <laughs> the gift is me. <laughs> so from one to one thirty-eight. What what is your takeaway, man? Like what is have you grown? What is your yes. <laughs> whole thing? Well, I've learned that at the end at the end of the day, everybody is different. Every every single body is different, mm-hmm. and things that work for A, B, and C are not going to work for E, F, G. And it's about talking to your partner and like figuring out what is good for both of you, um, being honest mm-hmm. about everything. Mm-hmm. I find, um, and also that like. Not all sex has to relate or translate into something more than just a night. You see that, people? That's not. That doesn't go. That that transcends orientation. That's a. That was just regular, regular relationship advice. This this <laughs> this whole sequence of episodes has been very very sexually educating for our guests. Oh, well, I'm sure they can. Appreciate I mean, not our guests. Excuse me. Our our, our <laughs> well, viewers and fans. The, fans. the, the reality is that everyone is doing this. It's just no one's talking about no it. No one. No one's okay with really talking about it. Which I don't understand. Like. We all we all know we're doing this. Like this right. is a thing that all of us mm-hmm. are doing. We can make better informed choices. Uh, have more fun. Have better sex. If we talk. Mm-hmm. I think and that's part of true. Well, you know what this too. You know, and we're not going to get too big into it. We'll just talk about the the issue is that you know you got the institutions. Um, you know, we're supposed to have a separation of church and state, but they really don't understand that. So everything they always look at it from the morality of like Jesus. It's like, oh, or God. It's like, oh, you can't, you can't teach that in school. You can't do this. You can't do that. Um, you're gonna be corrupting the kids. It's like, no. From a scientific portion of it, you do want to kind of give them this this knowledge so they can make informed sort yes. informed choices of what they want or what they don't want. And not only that, even if you're gonna teach them what they want, or what they want, though, they still have access to whatever they that, want. That's yeah. the issue, you know especially I mean? especially with technology yeah. at the at the grass of their fingers. Yeah, computers and porn is a motherfucker. Yeah. And it's tra- yeah. and it's training people to do sex incorrectly. Yes, talk about it. Everyone is everyone's watching porn, things. and and they everyone wants they think they want to get like choked and rammed up against the wall and like until it until it happens until they're dying until it happens they're like wow that was not fun that was uncomfortable that was painful that was not enjoyable it's because well because you're trying to recreate a fantasy instead of like living in reality mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. a lot of people when they're having sex are trying to imitate porn right that's not sex they're that's they're actors right and even that too sometimes you know like it, it like devalues your your experience because yeah you're watching so much porn now you're you're now Page one doesn't get it for you now. Now you're at 138 or 147. Yeah. And then it's like... It's like crazier and crazier and yeah, crazier. Yeah, you're just like, all right. And then you're like, all right, all right, all right. And then so when you have sex, you're just like, mm, I watch so much porn, like, this shit is not even, you know, I'm expecting this or I'm used to this. And it's like, that's not what happens. You know I what will saying? say, just across the board, the best sex I have ever had has always been with people who I've 
sat and talked to about like what we were going to do before we did it. Wow. I said, what do you like? What don't you like? This is what I'm willing to do. I can't do more than this. Um, I can do that. Okay, well, maybe we'll try this. Like, having that type of open, honest conversation has always led to having better sex. Also, talking during sex, I find is, like, very... very not only is it hot, but it just shows that you're actually with the person. Yeah, yeah. right. So you think about I like to have, like, live uh, press conferences during, you know what I mean? Like, go ahead, speak your piece. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah it I'll, gets fun. Give me some Yelp reviews. Yeah, you know yeah, they like have some fun. Five stars on, on uh, Google. <laughs> Google <laughs> 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 Let me know how it is. It comes back to that thing about me where I just always want to know what I can do better. Mm-hmm. Mm, absolutely. So, like, help me figure out what I can do better about this if you're a person I love. If you're, yeah. like, just a... If you okay, just then then you, then you then just you slide, like what, then well, what well, that is. It's a random night. You, they're not getting anything because you're not touching them. You're just standing there exactly. like a mannequin. Precisely. So like, <laughs> well, no, but no, no, not really. Even with those people, like we still have conversations. Like, hey, this is just so you know. Like, in regards to what I want to do tonight, this is what I want. If this does not work for you, totally good. There are people who it does. So that, let me know. That, so let me know. Here's a question. Do you are you bringing the one night stands back to your crib? Do you go to their crib or do you like go like a uh, mutual? It depends. I think it depends. Do you go to the telly? <laughs> see, I see you know what it is? I'm sure like, your game, but <laughs> see, when I was single and had my own space, I felt always better, like, come to me. Cause then like, you know, like if, well, yeah, if, if you if, you know. if if you if you're trying to get crazy, that's what I see. My motherfucker, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> we to together. I was like, listen, I don't travel well. You know, I like I like home games better. <laughs> yeah, 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 he does it. Yeah, every day was always a home game. With him. Our door was revolving because of this motherfucker. I don't, yeah, yeah, come on, you know, I'm at one thirty eight, motherfucker. Oh yeah, yeah, matter of fact, matter of fact, yes, I'm, I'm sorry. You were nowhere near that. <laughs> Respect the golf. <laughs> I think that you know. I don't think I'm triple digits. That's that's that's. I'm sure you'll get there. <laughs> just keep living. That's, just keep living, home. But, 138 um, is like, my toes, like uh, <laughs> one day. Try to get the, the the box of cereal. I'm talking to <laughs> Mom, help. It just depends on what the person is, what what we are going to do that night. Mm, I got you. Like, if we're going to be chill, then no, come to my place. But, like, if I plan on having, like, a full-on encounter... You know, tops, we have it easier. Like, I want to do whatever is more conducive for the person to have to do extra work, the bottom. Um, whatever makes their life easier because mm-hmm. they have a whole, like, extra 10 steps for gay sex before than we do. Like, Absolutely. So it's just about... 100%. Wow. I, you know, um... <laughs> crazy. Because uh, as a heterosexual male, I was kind of interested in what those 10 steps are. I know I'll never have to experience that, but I was like, what could... what? That's fascinating that it's a whole different... Well, I mean, okay, look. A whole different protocol. We're having <laughs> anal sex, right? It's a butt. Nobody wants to... Oh, because you gotta, you gotta, like... like mm-hmm. they, need to, they need to... Eat like the next... Yeah, they gotta clean out. They gotta, clean they gotta, gotta, gotta the diet has to change a little bit. This is so great, much. Black and America. This is verse. You know, some people might be disgusted. Some people might be like, oh, shit. Well, well, edge of motherfucking casino here. And they don't have to be one of my members. Right. You know, they can live their life. I'm not going to force anything upon them. But mm-hmm. I do think that education is important, mm-hmm. whether you partake or not. Because mm-hmm. the reality is that if you're actually disgusted by this, I'll probably made you want it. Mm. Talk about it. But Talk take your time it. to do your process. <laughs> and just figure out... You who you are <laughs> and also too though this this can also help you know some of you motherfuckers who are you know fucking your girlfriend in the ass 
Maybe you can have her clean it up it's before a, you a, out well, there. The that's why that's why y'all upper lip is always all nasty and shit. Y'all oh, eating, eating dirty ass. You gotta fix your pH. And <laughs> nah, it's the pH is literally shit. Cause they, so, you know, they, don't, they ain't going through the stats. Yeah, I, she ain't going through the stats. I was, I was she was just eating some chicken. <laughs> Two hours ago, also, you went down there and you got it fucked up. It, it, must be, it is fuck. important that what she does is up to her. Mm. If she wants it, true. If she wants it. Maybe she don't and, want it. Maybe if, you got to eat like, it like if that. If she's not doing nothing, that might be a sign that she doesn't want to, to, to do, do it. <laughs> but this is where open, honest conversation comes in handy. Talking about, oh, this cool consent is very important. And it's actually really hot. Like You should ask before like, you put the finger in there. Before you put the finger in the butt, ask. All right, y'all. I'm gonna be like, I'm be like, future. <laughs> Fuck, just do it. <laughs> future and Nike, just do it. <laughs> this is a, this is this is fucking great. I have. Let me now. Sound effect was definitely not needed. <laughs> hey, we we here now. I had no no I I would have had no idea, and it, and it's and it's just and it's funny because um. Who would have ever thought, just from the individual I saw on Instagram, and I've, I've seen you at the Genie Jukebox. Yeah. Have, so, at the Genie Jukebox, what number were you around there? Like 115 ish? Oh, don't Yeah. Do <laughs> don't date him. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, we ain't gonna do that to I you. Was, I was in the hundreds. I was yeah. in the hundreds. Damn. Hundreds? Oh, yeah, maybe you were close because you were almost, that was like almost a year yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. that was a year it was ago. like 34 oh, years. Yeah, yeah, look at that. You on average. Look at that. You out here. You see, you know, you know your shit. There's, yeah, there's a system. <laughs> I listen. This has been more than a treat, more than a pleasure. Uh, we don't want to keep you too long because we know that you do have to uh, go on. Unfortunately, unless you're still here down to kick it, then we will continue this on. No, I gotta go. I gotta go. We 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 respect and appreciate. But this that. has been so fun. Thank you. Listen, and uh, when your when your new EP comes out or whenever you want to, please stop on back on. Yeah, by. absolutely. Press run. Yes, please stop on by. Listen, for we're here for it. <laughs> Hey, you said so. Your your single is dropping in two months. You said. I mean, excuse me, the yeah, music this, video. The, the music video comes out at the end of the month. In the month. The single comes out spring, early summer, and mm-hmm. then I have another concert, uh, April nineteenth at the Groove in the West Village. Okay. So where now? Where can people get the tickets at to go get your con- to check out the concert? Oh, on uh, I put it on my Insta- I can put it on my Instagram. Which is I haven't done yet. Juwan Crowley. It's just my name. J U W A N C R A W L E Y. Y'all can go ahead and check them out. Slide in the DMs. You could be part of... The number? <laughs> you could be from the I'm the, the army. From what? Alright. You could be from 140 to 200. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like selling seats at, at MSG. <laughs> Where you want to go? Where you want to go? What time? I don't have time. I won't be around. <laughs> Listen, once again, thank you so much. This is Black the Berry. I am Dean. That is the Madman Lowe's. We had a hell of a motherfucker in here. Jawan... Extra, extra, extra <laughs> motherfucking Crawley, aka Mr. One Tree Eight, <laughs> and counting. <laughs> Thank you, my brother. Thank you. It's been an honor. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Oh man, this is loving you. So yes. Fun. Thank. Oh man, this is loving you. Yes. Thank you so much. That of has course. been great. Oof. We would love to have you back on in the summer once you got like everything up and run for you. Got some more time. We would definitely be down. This is, this is, yeah, this was, this is. Yeah, this was, <laughs> I don't know if you expected us to get this, you know, <laughs> to get this wild. But it's, uh, I think it's just life, and I, I feel like, for some reason, sex is a thing that people are scared to talk about, even though it's a thing that literally every person in the world does. 100%. No, no, most, and and most of yourself. them are like, and most of them have some kind of like weird thing going on. You want some? 
or just a weird, or just like, just, that's you know what I, it is? It's just like, sometimes two that. people, it's just, we view it so as taboo I, I what that we're just like scared. And we're like, but, and I, I just don't, I don't Scared to even talk about it. I, I really don't get why. Like, there's no. Oh, you know something funny? My cousin told me that we were, um, he said that, and this was when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. He said that our generation was going to be the generation that had this more like open, open, alternative, well, you, I mean, look uh, at it, look sex at life. 